Just Between Us Girls. Just Between Us Girls. Taylor the Latte Boy, how the hell are you? What have you been up to? What's going on in your life? What's the tea? What's up? What's down? What's new, honey? Give us your pick, <laughs> oh, your pick uh, of the week. Oh, honey. Yeah. I'm listening to all of your Sydney Gaze episodes from this year. Oh, really? <clears throat> yes. I am. I am fine. I am up to September slash October as far as catching up to all of my shows that I listen to. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so I'm listening to that. That has been what I do after work is listening to that and laughing at just how ridiculous you guys all are. This is the one and, with uh Nat Pat nineties. Yes. Now. Yeah. Yes. Um, and, and just thoroughly enjoying you all just rip this show apart. And then I was, I read an article about it that came out, I guess a couple of years ago about the whole, not about your show, <laughs> but about the Sydney gaze and just the experience that they had with everything and just how, um, they didn't necessarily read the room when they decided to record this podcast. Well, it's funny that you say that, Taylor, because uh, on the Discord, people have noted, you know, because they had famously taken it down from mm-hmm. most of the streaming. You could find it, but it was taken down from most of the streaming platform, from the podcast platforms. But they've noticed that it's come back. It's back on iTunes. Um, I don't know if it's back on Spotify. So, the, so we were, you know, there were rumbles on art and pure speculation. Are they bringing it back? And I was like, I would love if they brought it back. What are you talking about? <laughs> that would be the greatest thing ever. I hope. They so you could back. do a Sydney Gaze recap like every oh. week. The two of you could just <laughs> like if I had all the money in the world, I would stop podcasting. But if I had enough money, I would hire them. Yes, in a, in a heartbeat, I would hire them. I'll pay you. Make the show, please. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, the one thing that I said, one thing that I read rather was yeah. by somebody who I guess was interviewed. Neither one of them, they both declined to be interviewed for this article. Yeah. But they interviewed somebody else who I guess did a, used to like arrange flash mobs or something. Okay. And then got like ripped apart. He did a Kylie song and then Kylie like shared it on social media. But then the next thing he did was for a commercial so that it just, it turned into, what you would expect it to. Mm -hmm. And he said, if they had just written it out, yeah, everybody would have forgot about it. And then they probably could have been where, because they said, because the one thing he said was they got numbers for those five episodes for being a non, um, not, not professional, but you know, like, like their own, like unadvertised, all this kind of stuff. He said that people would kill for. Yeah. They were the, the week that they came out the first episode, it was number 11 of all podcasts in, on iTunes. Number 11. The yeah. premiere episode. And it's just a, an indie show. Look, the numbers obviously would have gone down. But it would have gotten that same sort of love-hate of, like, the Kardashians get. Which is so funny because... And that's the example he uses. He yeah. Uses, they would have just been Kardashians that people would have listened to and just would have, like, you know, hate-listened. Yeah. And so, um, it's, it's weird because they so worship the Kardashians, openly say that they want their careers. And yet, you know, that's one thing you can give the Kardashians is they don't give a fuck what people think. Right. You know, but I could see because the Kardashians were immediately making money off of it and they, they didn't see it right away. They would have held on. They would have seen it. They uh-huh. would have gotten it and uh, people would have been clamoring, you know, yeah. to be on their show. But, you know, Taylor, apart from the Sydney gays, what is going on with you? Any, any Taylor, the latte boy, any, any usual, like, no hospital visits, right? And no. Everybody, 
Everybody's healthy. No medical scares. Mm-hmm. No, I've had a very stressful yet boring week in uh-huh. that uh, work has been literally and figuratively insane. Oh, really? Where I really thought post holidays things were going to simmer down and mm-hmm. they're not. I am. And nobody is, I shouldn't say that. Very few people are canceling appointments. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone seems to be just in kind of a heightened state of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had some, just some stuff going on at work that's not great. I had to send a very cunty email to about three people at work and their supervisor. And in one case, another, their supervisor, because they got caught in a lie and don't lie to the faggot down the end of the hall. Mm-hmm. And I was not here for it. So I basically said, um, this is what I'm being told. This is the proof that that's not true. Can someone please like fill me in? Oh, so. she came with receipts, mama. Yeah. Oh, she came with receipts, mama. Absolutely. And I was, so, so the woman across the hall from me, she's kind of become my work wife. So she was, she was putting up with me while I was putting up with all of that. Cause I kept coming out of my office and standing in the hallway and, you know, shouting to the heavens as far as how this was wrong and how they were making my job harder. And, and it also doesn't help that the client that we all share is cuckoo. So that it, it just was, it was a lot. I, I said, um, as I was leaving yesterday out of 30, not by the time I did my timesheet out of 39 hours of working so far, I had direct client contact 33 of those 39. That's a lot. So that is a lot. That is, mm-hmm. a, I am expected to do like 22. No. <laughs> so, because I also have to do treatment plans and biopsychosocial updates and I have to, you know, arrange for medication management stuff and I have to do all these different things. So I said to um, the woman across the hall, I said to quote my favorite movie, I need a drink, Roz. I'm taking the rest of the day off. And I, I left about half an hour early. Um, I just saw a picture from the, the scene afterwards uh, on that. At a girl, by the way. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, what I was going to tell you is uh, my therapist, I don't know what the correct term is. I'm going to use an incorrect term. My therapist mm-hmm. broke up with me today. Oh, not today, this week. Um, what? Kind of. Not really. That's why I, say I don't know the correct term. Because he's like, I've accepted a new position at, at Kaiser where he's only treating trans patients. Okay? Okay. Okay. That's yeah. a little different. Yeah. But okay. He's only treating trans. And then he, so he had to go through his caseload and decide, do they still need treatment or not? And he decided don't. Right? And... um. We were just shooting the shit. I've known him for, like, I've been going to him since, like, 2006 or something, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, and then, and tell me if this is inappropriate, he was like, let me give you my phone number. I want to be friends. No, no, that, no, no, that is, that's unethical. He said we're supposed to wait two years, but he doesn't want me talking about my podcast. <laughs> Um, well, that sucks. It's, it, it's, how do you feel about him saying that you really don't need treatment from him anymore? No, no, no. We've that, talked about, he, he didn't mean I don't need treatment. What he meant was, so. Well, anybody who listens to the show knows you yeah, can continue to girl, and care. she wants to be in the treatment. <laughs> uh, no, what, so Kaiser, this is different. And they've, I think because of, to be honest with you, there's a whole other conversation. I think with ACA, they just have a lot more everything you know mm-hmm. and so they've become a lot more like uh bean counters 
And so now instead of just having, and I don't know, I don't know terms, Taylor, but you know, like ongoing just therapy, they wanted to be very specific with metrics, you know? Yes. Yeah. You've, you and I've talked about this before. So, so you kind of knew this was coming down the pike. Yeah. 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 Cause he had even said, let's just keep, we'll keep going till they say something. And so he was going to have to, to transfer me, he was going to justify why. Okay. You know? Um, well, okay. So, so that is, you kind of knew that. And it's not like where he's just, you know, he, he, he is working specifically with a, a population that you are not a part of. So it makes sense that he would have to say, I should have announced that was trans (laughs) to keep seeing him. Yeah. I don't care. Because actually, he, he gave me some information, which I, I feel he's never told me this in the fifteen years, right? Because uh-huh. I was like, well, then if I, I said if I if I need, I, look, it's one of these things. If I need to, I'll just call the, the number and they'll give me a new therapist. And he's all, what you should do, he's all like, is tell them that you need a culturally specific therapist, and there are private practice therapists that they contract with, and then you just pay your copay. And I was like, I never knew this. Like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Peace out. I'm out of here. And go, later, go find a new, yeah, new culturally competent. Uh, well, so, yeah. uh, so the, the the let's be friends. Mm-hmm. You understand why that's wrong, right? Well, I know why he wants to do it. He told me he wants okay. to do a podcast. He wants to do a podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you, you can't serious? Be the, you don't have to be the only therapist on Afterthought Media, Taylor. Are, okay. That is so highly unethical. Mm-hmm. Why? What's wrong with being you're, – you're a therapist you on a podcast? <laughs> that you would consider having two therapists. On, no. Um, yeah, that, that's Where not... should we begin, Taylor? <laughs> uh, okay. There, there, over 15 years, the two of you had a particular dynamic in a relationship that was mm-hmm. not one that was one that was friendly, but not friends. Yeah. So, and he knows things about you that mm-hmm. you may not necessarily share with people you would consider to be friends. So, ultimately, it is a power dynamic that is not necessarily safe for you to go into, let alone the whole I want to work with you on creating a podcast. He uh, hired me to teach his daughter SAT years ago. She's a therapist now. Oh. Do you want to have her on as a third therapist on yeah. the Afterthought Media mm-hmm. Network? No. Oh, great. We should have you and each other therapize each other. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys just stare each other down. <laughs> what do you want to talk about today with Taylor the Latte Boy and Joe's therapist? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, that's... Yeah, I I have I have feelings on that, but I take them to your therapist. I well, it's funny you should no, I can't, I can't do that, why and not? here's why. So two weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, I had a not a similar conversation, but I see my therapist weekly, and I was you use the phrase shooting the shit, and I felt like that's kind of what we've been doing over the last couple of months, mm-hmm. and I said to him in the last few minutes of our session, um, what do you think about going after? in a couple of weeks going to every other week. And he kind of did like a, 
And I was like, okay. I said, cause I kind of feel like a lot of the time we're just sort of shooting the shit in here and we're not, I'm not really go. I'm just kind of talking about my week, but we're not really, I, I need something more goal oriented or more, I, I need more structure or I need something like that. I feel. And he goes, well, he goes, you tend to come in and kind of share, like update me with your week. And that leaves us with like 10 minutes at the end to do like therapy work. He goes, if you're coming in every two weeks, then you're coming in with two weeks worth of stuff, which leaves even less time for us to do the therapy stuff. So I said, okay, it goes. So he goes, at some point, he goes, I see us going to every other week, but right now I don't know that that's going to work. And I went, okay, he goes, but he goes, I have two words for you as far as what we could start working on for you. And I said, what are those? And he said, stop deflecting. And that was how he ended the session. So then I had a week to sit and chew on that. So I came in this Wednesday and said, um, you know, I talked about the hospital stay last week and I talked about something else that was going, I talked about work. And then I said, okay, so the stop deflecting statement, and he just kind of laughs. And I said, what did you mean by that? He goes, what do you think I mean by that? And I'm like, don't, don't bullshit a bullshitter. What do you mean? And he goes, okay. He goes, you tend to come in and he goes, and you come in with some like serious topic. And then we talk about something light, usually about somebody else. And then we come in and you talk about something for a couple of minutes. And then you come in with something light. And then we talk for a couple of minutes and then you leave. And he goes, with all due respect, he goes, I don't give a fuck about Taffy or Rodan or Joe or Taffy's daughters or this. He's like, he's like, talk about you. He goes, you, you tend to, he goes, you, he goes, you see where you get to that point of where you start to talk about yourself. And then you immediately talk about something that's going on in somebody else's life. And he goes, he goes, if that's what you want to do in here, he goes, but you're talking that you want to take care of yourself more and you want to, you know, th- this means we have to go to like the dark place a couple of times. And, and he goes, and most therapists, that I work with because he apparently works with a lot of other, he's a therapist to a lot of other therapists do exactly what you're doing where they either keep it really light or it turns into clinical supervision where you just talk about cases. I'm like, well, I don't want to do that. And he said, um, he goes, today is the first day that in a year you've brought up your father. Cause I talked about the fact that my dad had a heart attack in his late forties and here I am sitting in a hospital bed and all that kind of stuff. So apparently I'm not seeing him this week because I have uh, I'm going to a conference, but the week after, apparently I'm going to talk about daddy issues. <laughs> so no, I can't talk about your issues with your therapist because Which that is funny. Be it's gonna be the name of the guy's podcast. You two have daddy issues, daddy issues <laughs> to, to middle-aged men mm-hmm. of, uh, of, uh, therapeutic stock. Yeah. So, so that, that actually, when I when we started doing the show today, I'm like, I have nothing to talk about. I'm like, oh, I could talk about that, but I went. I'm going to Disneyland a lot in the next four weeks. Um, mm-hmm. I went. I went yesterday. I went. Oh, I went on Rise of the Resistance for the first time. Oh, what did you think? My brother, you know, so my brother um, paid for the. I went with my brother and his family. It was last minute thing, and when I got there, he's like, "Cause he had said, can you send me your ticket?" And I was like, "Sure." Maybe like your little barcode pass. Yeah. yeah. And he goes, "I bought us Rise of the Resistance Lightning Lane," you know. Okay. And uh, I was like, "Okay." And um, which have you used a paid for Lightning Lane? Rodan paid for that when we went and saw them for his birthday for I think Seven Dwarves. 
Oh, okay. Uh, the Seven Dwarfs ride. Rise of the Resistance, I think, is the one ride that I have said I would actually consider paying for. Like, if I had somebody who had never ridden it before, I would pay for us to ride that because it is, because that is an experience, that ride. That's what he had said. So, it was funny, though, our times at 540 or whatever. And I saw that the line was snaking around. It was like, you know, 180 minutes. I don't know what it was. 140 minutes or whatever to wait and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And we just go, do, 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 do. And then they go, oh, yeah, right this way. And we, and then we're in this room. And he goes, yeah, we're on the ride. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah. And, you know, even on Old Fast Pass, there was still a line. It was just a shorter yeah. line. This was just yeah. like, no, you're on the ride. Like, So the, the room with BB-8 in it? No, 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 the room right before that. Like, sort of the holding pen before you go in with BB-8. Okay. I, okay, I don't remember that room. I yeah, it's not that important. Room, like, with the hologram like, and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So. so, like, literally, we waited there for, like, a 10 seconds, and then we're in the room with BB-8. Yeah. You know, um, you know what it would be like in Haunted Mansion? You know, when you walk in... Well, I don't know how your Haunted Mansion is, but you walk into a little, like, foyer for, like, a second, then they put you in one of the stretching rooms. Yeah, it's like basically that foyer, where and, where the where the picture slowly turns from a portrait to a skeleton. Oh, and see, I think your haunted mansion. Oh, that's right, your haunted mansion is different. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forget everything I said. Okay, yeah. so um, anyway, so I do that, and it's just a lot to take in, and I didn't realize there's multiple versions of the ride because when I got off the ride, the, my brother and his family were so excited. It was a version they had never done before. Um. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't know this either. It was my first time on the ride. To me, that was just the ride. Ah, uh, then Disneyland may be different than Disney World because I thought that I've been on it, I think, three times, and it's always been the same. Well, that's what they, – they've been on it about the same number of times. They're like, we've never gotten this one. You okay, have to talk you're to them. To, you're yeah, going to have to tell know. me after – I purposely do not say anything about the ride – Mm-hmm. To people, just because it is one of those things that I would, I, everybody that I've been on it, like, knew about. Well, no, that's not true. Like, Rodan and all them, when we did it with them, he had already been on it, so he knew what to expect. And I had purposely avoided, yeah. like, YouTube videos and anything, spoilers or anything like that. So the first time I was on it was, I was, I was an eight year old. I was so excited and mm-hmm. just like, just like, oh, I kept going, oh my God, oh my God, through the whole thing. So I'm, I don't want to spoil it for anybody else. You know, I will say, so, um, one of the listeners, uh, his boyfriend now is work, works at Disneyland and is now working in some sort of like training capacity or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, listen, I don't need a job, but if they ever need a guy to drive the car up and down Main Street, I want to do that, right? And he's like, ha 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 ha, right? And I love how, you know, my favorite part too is he goes like, he, he saw this as a negative. He goes, um, okay, but you know that they get off at, like, three, right? And I was like, <laughs> okay, that is a positive, right? Right. And, um, well, it happened to be where, because my, my brother just lets his kids just run around Disneyland. He has, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're teenager and preteen, right? Right. I was going to say, they're at that age where they can be, they can yell stranger danger as an issue. Yes. And also, like, with technology now, my brother, I would see it. They, they were constant communication with my, my brother and sister-in-law. And to my brother would look at his phone and go, oh, they're on pirates right now. You know, like, he would look at where they were. Right? Okay. And uh, and there were agreed meeting times and stuff. But so we, so he and my, my brother, my sister-in-law and I got to just do the park. And we got to do the park 
again, I want to state this for the record. Poor Aiden in a couple of weeks. I just love, we sat on benches and people watched. We went on the train a couple of times. We went on the Mark Twain riverboat. Um, then anyway, we we're walking through Main Street and one of those cars was just open. Mm-hmm. So we got in it and it was this lady and she, we, I said, I said, oh, how do you get this job? And she was like, Oh my gosh. She goes, you have to start in adventure land and you work your way up. And she goes, I'm the youngest and I've been here 25 years, you know? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. But then what I was going to say is I went on Rise of the Resistance. And the people who manage the line, they just openly insult you. That's the thing. Oh, like, the one, the ones where you get help put in the holding pen? Yeah. Where, the, where you stand on the blue line or the red line yes. or the orange line, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I could see you doing that. Yeah. I could see you doing that. Sounds like in your little in your little imperial uniform, yeah, with your little hat and boots. Yeah. Meanwhile, so there's the one I, I love the part where I was I didn't say Fred said mentioned my brother. The part where you actually go on um, the part of the ride that moves, I'll say, mm-hmm. um, and the doors open, and you know, I think it's supposed to be a person who goes like, "We're part of the Rebel Alliance. You have to get on, you know, these things." You know? Yeah. It was a woman who looked like um, Brenda Boo. <laughs> and she was like, come on, we're part of the Rebel Alliance. Get on here. Right? And I was like, this is the Rebel. <laughs> I was like, I was, I was really 100% of the time waiting for her to, uh, to uh, say, wait, where is it? I, I I can see you feverishly looking for the button. Wait, where would it be? Where? Wait, how do I not have this? <laughs> oh no! I I just used it the other day. Hold on. Oh my god! I got. I've been saying this for a long time. I have to redo this. Um. Anyway, people listening, Brenda Boo is the one who did two dollars for a bottle of water. Which they would never say at any Disney park because bottle of water is like five dollars now. So, oh, I know. And what's funny is last week we were talking about it with my niece. We we're talking about just I don't know what we were talking. Oh, I have to show you something. Okay, so there's this Disney Channel, not a Disney Channel. There's a channel on YouTube where it's this nerdy guy. It's okay. Have you read the article about this hatred now for um, Disney adults? I've seen I've seen clips of things of Disney adults and why so, would you go without okay. kids and okay. all that sort of yeah. stuff. Okay, so I I was like hmm, awkward, but because I'm going literally Sunday with a bunch of faggots, right? <laughs> but I was looking at that, and I think specifically it's for people who like really buy like where they wear the ears and they're acting like children. Yeah, which is not me. I act like an old person who wants to sit on the bench, right? I want to sit on a bench and eat a Mickey bar and judge yes. people. Yes, yes. that that's. That's not what they're talking about. Yeah. They're not talking about you in that situation. Yeah. So, but there's a channel of these Disney adults that, for real, they are. And, um, but what I like about them, because that's sort of their, their focus is on the food of Disney and the parks. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I watch them, even though I'm surprised I hate they didn't them. give you any lip. Perfect. It's in the right spot, exactly where I want. I'm going to share the clip with you. Okay, for anyone watching, okay. it's called... I'll put the link in the in the chat room, in the Discord. 
Okay, I want. I need you to see this. I meant. I meant to. I meant to send it to you, um, this week. So I'm watching. They're talking about Lunar New Year, California Adventure, and they're tasting okay. some sort of fish or whatever. So I'm watching it, right? Okay, and I'm going to share the screen with you right now. Okay, I'm going to share the screen with you. <laughs> Here we go. Do, do, okay. Do, 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 All right. Do. You see it? Okay. Now, what I want you to do, can you see my mouse moving too? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I find it funny that it just said Joe Batanz is presenting. That yeah. put a mental picture in my head I don't ever need oh, to that's see. That's later. Now, so you see my mouse, right? <laughs> yeah. I want you to look over here. Okay. So, so the focus is not here in the middle. The focus is right here, top right corner of the screen. Okay. Okay. And, and what, what moment for people that are watching this video, what is the second? Oh, it's too small on my screen. Is okay. 1121 like or something. 1121. 1121. Okay. 1121. okay. And I, yeah, I messaged my brother. I messaged my brother. I'm like, what can you please tell me what's going on? And I want you to say for people who can't follow along, just imagine Lori Rogan camp. Uh, <laughs> that's all you need to say <laughs> yeah that's it all right here okay. we go so just pay attention there lemon because usually or lime i mean mm. should i say i'm surprised they didn't give you any lime but i love the crispiness layer the crispy layer of the fish okay the she just sat down really, really sweet but also bounces out that savoriness of the of the fish she's, but you're right i wish i had like some lemon she's a little bit of like, zest you know I mean, a, a lag around her yeah, don't know it's a whole thing like, yeah, a man's a man to the helper now a man has been over and is talking with her yeah. no he's trying to get this thing on helping to like she got connect drink. something to her to connect the bag i don't know like this is gonna come out I like this is like the I think that's all of it. But I was like, what the fuck is going on in the background there? Right? Uh huh. It's that's well, oh yeah, it's much smaller in your end. Yeah, I'm looking at it. I will also say that I mean, we are going in a couple of weeks. We're going actually, Bob Lou is going like three times in the next six weeks. He's going with a friend of his who's coming from out of town. Our nephew will be here. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, the weekend of uh, Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. so so I have a hard out that day because <laughs> we're going to Epcot afterwards. Um, and uh, then we are going for his birthday, and he has apparently already signed up for the lightsaber class or the lightsaber uh, building. So we are going to apparently. I'm not building a lightsaber, but I'm going to stand. No, that's good. That's perfect. And Please watch film him. this. <laughs> Oh, I absolutely will film this. He is very excited about it. Uh-huh. I I have said I because I think he thought I was going to pay for it for him, and I'm like, I'll give you a Disney gift card that you could use whatever you want on, but I am not paying two hundred dollars for a lightsaber yeah. that's just going to collect dust in this house. We've already got enough shit in this house. To collect Let me show dust, you something. This I, there's a story I wanted to tell, but we're already at 27 minutes today for Desperate Teenage Girls. The drama of getting this flat file. Up into oh, mm-hmm. cool for your posters. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful piece. Yeah, it is. It's going <laughs> to be a beautiful piece when I put all the posters in there. I was like, oh, thank God. Uh, anyway, let's start this show. I don't. I don't want to curse us. Okay. Well, you have to. Say, you have to say the words. No, I meant. You know what I meant. Here we go. Bring back my girl. 